Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Thursday afternoon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. You know what? You just caught me in the middle of a text here. I am trying to get my producer, Katie, to put in a phone call to Diane Collier-Cart. Maybe I'll be able to talk to her at 3.30 because I'm just reading on her uh, Twitter. Uh, she's laying out all this confusion when it comes to the Olympic bid, the Bidco, the money from the province, the federal government. You've been hearing how there were kind of fireworks at council today. They were supposed to be talking about cannabis and and then all of a sudden there was questions about who knew what, when, when it came to the money. So I'm, I'm going to revisit this at 3.30, but I was just quickly sending a, a note to my producer saying, give Diana a call. Can we get her on by 3.30? She's probably stuck in chambers. This half hour, though, I want to hear from you because I know I've got um, snowbirds. I've got Canadians who live in Canada, who maybe live in Canada. I mean, live in Canada, live in the U.S. So Canadians who live in the U.S., either part of the year or who have made a decision to move down there, usually for job opportunities. And I wonder, especially for those of you who have traveled to the States for the last number of years, definitely want to hear from you, 403-974-8255, because I'm curious if you have noticed a change we know we have been hearing a lot about shootings in the U.S., the gun culture in the U.S. Has that affected you at all, whether you're living there now or you only live there for six months of the year? Zoe Kavork is an immigration lawyer, co-president of the Southern California chapter of Canadians Abroad. She joins us today. Hello, Zoe. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How long have you been in the States? Um, I've been here for 14 years now. What brought you there? Um, um, mine was personal reasons. I have family here. My father's entire family has been in the States since I was a kid. Mm. So uh, looking for a change, it was the right spot for me to come to. Uh, but it's turned into an amazing work opportunity and a place for me to build my career. Well, you know what? In most cases, Zoe, uh, most Canadians that I know, they either go there as snowbirds or they've had an employment opportunity. So it makes sense that yours was kind of personal and then it actually turned into employment opportunities as well. What have you seen in the last 14 years, Zoe, as uh, you go about being a Canadian in the U.S.? Um. You know, I think we're a lot more attuned to our Canadian identity in the last, I would say, maybe five years, especially the last two. Um, You know, let's go back to when the election period started, not so much, you know, when the election happened. Um, But I think that, you know, Canadians have gotten a lot more attuned to, you know, what makes us different, because it's not something we think about very often, you know, we're... We're right across the border. We watch a lot of same TV. We have so many things that are similar that, you know, I don't know if we spend the time really thinking about the things that differentiate us. Are you saying then that the election of President Trump had you starting to look at how different we really are? I mean, 
I think I, I've always been looking at it only because I, I practice immigration law and I've been involved with Canadians abroad. So I've been seeing, you know, seeing this basically since I moved here. But I would say from the people that we see coming down here for job opportunities, you know, I would say, yeah, there, there has been a bit of a difference. Um, you know, it's not, it's not a decision that colors their, you know, day to day in terms of are we going to take this job offer but it does it does factor into their decision a little bit at the very least which we didn't see or i didn't see anyway 10 years ago well then you really have to give me some of those key differences because as a canadian who has lived in canada all my life uh, and you know looked right. visited the states it hasn't been as if i've ever immersed myself in the u.s culture so what would be some of those big differences Oh wow! Um, I'm going to throw out the gun well, culture as number one. Yeah, let, let's let's start with the obvious and what's in you know on everyone's mind mm-hmm. right now. Definitely, the gun culture is is a big deal. Um, you know, but that being said, you know it's not like we're immune from any of that in Canada as well. Um, you know, it's just on a different scale and you know not with the same frequency. Like I, I think to just two nights ago, I was watching uh, the news. I was watching Brian Williams, and uh, he was saying, you know, is it is it bad that I'm actually relieved that this YouTube, like the shooting at the YouTube headquarters, wasn't worse? And, you know, it, it's kind of sad that our go-to now is few. Like, yeah. what a relief. You know, people got shot, but at least nobody died, or yeah. only one person died. You know, that's our go-to reaction now. Uh, at least here, you know, amongst Americans. I like to think Canadians have, still have the ability to be shocked by all of this. Mm. And of course, Americans do, too. I'm not trying to say that they don't. It's still, you know, this is, it's, it's a horrible situation all around. But, you know, you have those moments where, my God, I, I'm relieved that nobody died or only one person died. Yeah. Um, that's yeah so that's that's the top of the differences or the top of the list when it comes to differences but what are some other things that maybe canadians who are thinking of moving down to the states might not even really think of until they're down there um well you know i mean working in immigration i guess that's one that i see regularly is um people don't realize you know, at the end of the day, we might be Canadian, but we're still really, like, we're still considered immigrants, and there we do have limitations on what we can and can't do here as immigrants, you know, until you get your green card or citizenship if you're going down that road. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's there's those types of things that people don't realize. Um, obviously, just in my job, I, I see that regularly. Um, you know, we just assume because we can... Because our border is so much more fluid that that's not going to be an issue. I'm just going to go down there and I'm going to be like an American because I look like an American or I speak like an American. Um, But at the end of the day, you're still an immigrant and you're still treated like an immigrant, you know. Um, And and when you say treated like an immigrant, Zoe, when you say treated like an immigrant, uh, I know it might be hard for you to uh, verbalize that, but what do you mean treated like an immigrant? Um, Just just things like, you know, again, speaking of, you know, from my own experience with clients is um, they don't expect issues in terms of getting or opening a bank account because 
you know, well, I have so many bank accounts or, you know, we use the same credit uh, reporting uh, companies as mm. Equifax in Canada and here, but mm. it's a whole different crediting system. Just even the simple things like that that people don't really consider because because it is the same company. It's still Equifax, right? Yes. Um, so why would you think that there'd be something different there? <laughs> but it is. <laughs> you know, so, so even the simple things like that in terms of getting established. At the end of the day, though, Hollywood is still Hollywood. Silicon Valley is still Silicon Valley, and those opportunities are probably only going to happen for you in the state. So those are things that you take hopefully in stride or, you know, you have a, somebody or people here who can help you navigate those things, being the immigrant or, you know, getting acclimated to a gun culture or having a group of Canadians you can go to and, uh, you know, have a piece of home. Um, I'm curious you know, with your... Are all things- Zoe, I'm curious with you, with your group, your Southern California chapter of Canadians Abroad. Yeah. So, what do you do? Mm. Do you meet, or is what it more a resource? It's just a, a chance for Canadians it's, new to the U.S. to reach out. It's both. Um, you know, we have quite a big uh, social media reach. Um, I mean, between our different social media groups, I think we have three to 5,000 members. Um, and so, you know, everyone's a great resource for each other, um, you know, especially new people coming down to the state. We do events, networking events, social events throughout the year. Um, I mean, last year we had a epic, really big Canada Day party, which, uh, you know, everyone loved. It just felt like being home. <laughs> uh, we even flew in Meister Fresh West to come and perform for us for the 150th, which was awesome. Um, so we try and create a little bit of home for people so uh, to make the rest of the working day or working week uh, tolerable, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word because, I mean, we're, we are happy here. It's not that we're not happy here. Well, and I think um, ultimately that's the important part. It's, it, you're happy there. You're, you've adjusted. You know exactly yeah. what to expect. Would you ever come back to Canada? Um. Just because of what I do, it would be difficult for me. Um, you know, practicing U.S. immigration law right. <laughs> makes it a little bit strange for me to be in Canada. So professionally, probably not. But my entire family is still in Toronto. Um, so I, I go up often. I mean, I look forward to I have 15 first cousins <laughs> wow. in Toronto. So we're, we're quite a we're quite a brood. And uh, I look forward to, you know, going up whenever I can and uh, spending time with my family. Um, and just, you know, on that, not on that note, but on a similar note, uh, just wanted to kind of say I was talking to some students from NYU the other day or yesterday, actually. And they told me that uh, our prime minister is actually giving the commencement address this year at NYU. Mm. And um, these were all American kids who were so excited that the Canadian prime minister was going to be giving their commencement address. (laughs) And uh, it was, you know, it's kind of interesting because, you know, we obviously stay as attuned as possible to what's going on back home and, you know, stay connected as much as we can. But, you know, I'm seeing a lot more of Americans um, being attuned to what Canada has to offer just in terms of our values and um, our outlook to the international community. 
And so it was really interesting to see these kids getting so excited about Justin Trudeau presenting their voice and being their representative and, you know, somebody who thinks the way they do, probably, I think, is what they were coming down to. Um, so, yeah, so that's also been an interesting development, uh, just to see how Americans have kind of changed their perception of Canada mm. a little bit. Uh you know, our respect level has risen. <laughs> yeah. So let's say that. Zoe, thanks so much for this. Yeah. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You bet. Zoe Kavork, she is an immigration lawyer, a Canadian who now lives in California, has been there for 14 years. I'm sure a lot of you, when you heard that the NYU students are excited about Prime Minister Justin Trudeau doing their commencement address, I'm sure a lot of you were saying, well, that's because we're not happy with them here. Someone should be happy with them. Uh, let's take a break here. I got a few minutes on the other side. 403-974-8255. Here's the question. If today you received a job offer of equal pay, of what you're getting right now in Canada. Would you go to the States? Would you move to the States? Are you one of those people who says, ah, oh, I just can't wait for my opportunity to live in the States? Or are you quite happy here? 403-974-8255. Back with your thoughts after this.